This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackin Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackin. Hey kiddies, Joker here. Just wanted to let you know that I, the Clown Prince of Crime, and the Jack of All Nerds show, love the Elijah Bailey show. You should listen to it all the time. Isn't that right, Batsy? (laughs) Sorry, he's all tied up at the moment. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. For free every Thursday. Hey, everybody. Elijah 5000 here. The Buckety and myself. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. But we wanted to make sure that you know where to go to get amazing original pop culture t-shirts. Go to our sponsors at riftapparel.com and at checkout, use promo code Elijah Bailey Show to save 10% on whatever your purchase is. It could be clothing, it could be backpacks, it could be posters, it could be a figurine that they have. Whatever it is, you get the lowest price. So again, promo code Elijah Bailey Show at checkout and save 10%. And welcome back to the illustrious Elijah Bailey Show. Now, what you guys are looking at now, you're like, where is the screen? And bam, there I am. Thank you guys for joining. Today is an off day. Typically, we record the Elijah Bailey Show on Sundays. This Sunday got thrown off. Uh, Work has been kicking my ass uh, very beautifully and tremendously. So I took took a day. And then today, I hadn't talked to Buck, and I was like, well, you know, I got AR-15, I've got the Superpower Movie Podcast, and we're going to record later, and we're going to talk about Batman Hush, so make sure to tune into that around 3 o'clock, 3.30ish, but... I was like, I got to record this show and put it out because today is Thursday. It's the day the show drops. And with everything going on, came up here. I'm going to give you guys a brief rundown. Now, if you are very, if this is your very first time, if you're very new and unfamiliar with the shows and you've only heard a couple of shows, the way the Elijah Bailey show works is each week we have a different theme. So at the very beginning of the month, we hit comics. Second week of the month is anime. Third week of the month is video games. Fourth week of the week of the month is the Bailey Bugle. And if we have a fifth week, it's ladies' choice. Whatever we want to talk about. We are back at the beginning of the month, and it is now our comic book um, week. And there's been a lot of stuff. Now I want to talk about this, but not without bugs. We hit it at the end of the show real quick. The Shady Hooks. Uh, promise back to school commercial i thought that uh thank you goku for always i will get better i am resting up but the shady hook promise back to school commercial was not one not only one of the most hilarious commercials i've ever seen but one of the most real commercials i've ever seen um illustrating like when you go back to school shopping you got to get clothes you got to get shoes you got to get equipment that'll help you get away from someone with a gun uh, as well as save your life in these these school shootings that are popping up every single week so i want to wait until buck is here to go ahead and hit that now we do have uh within each um week's special if you will we have different segments uh we're just going to start this and go straight down the list the october comic reading recommendations or the releases um now 
We've changed something up. Instead of going to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey's show, where we used to break down at least two comics, uh, two alternative comics from what we covered on the show for each one of the publishers that we were really interested in, what we were saying that you guys should go watch. Now, if you click the link, the hyperlink in the show notes, It'll take you to the comic book releases for that month, and you can look because there's more and more stuff coming. I'm not even going to get on, like, I love the House M now, um, X, this new Marvel, or this new Marvel X-Men run, where I got clear definition and clear explaining of every so few years, like, anything within x-men history and continuity is making sense or it's being get getting rid of uh time travel and again mutant abilities things like that it's a very good run we don't want to hit that yet because i think there's at least six or seven other comics that are branching out from this main story but let's start as we always do with marvel comics now as you see or as you will see you'll see me looking down i have my phone because now uh thank you uh, Streamlabs, they have created something for iPhone so I can go ahead and change scenes very quickly or pull up whatever it is I'm, I'm going to talking about so I don't have to go through what I normally did. Now, if you're watching live on Twitch or Patreon, just look over to the right of me and it'll show you a picture of the comic that we're going to be talking about. Now, this one is Loki number four, written by Daniel uh, Keeble Smith and art by Oscar Bazulodu. And it says, uh, Earth's cleverest hero, Loki's death has been foretold by the children of, of eternity. The fear lord nightmare has come for vengeance. And among the frost giants, rebellion is brewing. Uh, is even Loki clear enough to stay one step ahead this time? Perhaps now that he's cursed uh, with a brand new power that will forever transform the Marvel Universe's uh, most dashing scoundrel as he begins a new journey into the biggest mystery of all time. 32 pages, $3.99. That's your first one from Marvel. Um, and it just seems fun. Like, uh, Loki's one of those fun characters that not only outwits and outsmarts a lot of superheroes and villains, but it's always a fun ride. Next on the list is Dr. Doom issue number one. If I haven't talked about, I don't think I talked about Dr. Doom on this show, but, uh, big ups to Mike Martin for getting me on Dr. Doom, a fucking scientist that mixes science and magic, uh, via one of the Doctor Doom runs really got me into this character because at first I was like Victor Von Doom's a bitch I don't like him he's he's a bad guy but there's a lot of complexity so if I can go to bat for one character Doctor Doom is one of them one of the most intelligent and then when he gets cosmic level and he's just fucking doing away with everybody it's beautiful but uh, writer Christopher Cantwell and art by Salvador LaRocca uh, Victor Von Doom, scientist, sorcerer, disfigured face, twisted soul, has been spending much of his time uh, warning against a trillion, uh, yeah, warning against a trillion-dollar global effort to create the first artificial black hole. Wrestling with visions of an uh, entirely different life, a better future, Doctor Doom finds himself at a crossroad. What is he questioning? A uh, catastrophic act of terrorism kills thousands, and the prime suspect is Doom. Victor will have to push his unexplained thoughts aside and focus on uh, remaining alive as the title of Most Wanted Man is thrust upon him, left with no homeland, no armies, no allies, indeed nothing at all. Will the reign of Dr. Doom come to an abrupt end? 48 pages, $4.99. That sounded fucking phenomenal. And I am, I'm not sure when it's out. I haven't even looked this week um, because we are in October, but... 
those are your two comic recommendations from DC Comics or from Marvel Comics that you should read. Now let's go ahead and go to DC Comics, and we have some DC Comics news, but this one right here caught me by surprise. Um, I know it's not an anime show, but manga are comics. This is Ruby R W B Y number one, written by. Margareta Bennett and art by Miraka Andolfo uh, in a world in a world rife with monsters known as Grimm. The prestigious Beacon Academy trains the next generation of hunters and huntresses. Uh, tying in with the hit Rooster Teeth web series, Ruby, follow the adventure of Team Ruby comprising uh, the, the bruiser, elegant, uh, stealthy, and courageous women as they protect the world from all manner of grim. Uh, this one comes out on the 9th of this month, $3.99 and 32 pages. Ruby, I've seen, I haven't watched the entire series, but I've seen a lot of clips and kind of piece some stuff together phenomenal anime it's one that's on my list um, and it might it might make his appearance next week because we have something special in store i've been listening to a lot of greek mythology so we're coming up for something with you guys but ruby coming in hot from dc comics fucking phenomenal i didn't think that would be a comic that dc picked up but they have um and it and it's awesome. I'm ready for it. Uh, let's go back over here. Next one on the list. If you don't know this man, and I wish his show would have continued, um, but Constantine, we have Sandman Universe's Hellblazer. The Sandman Universe presents Hellblazer number one, written by C. Spurrer and art by uh, Marcio Takara. The second year of the Sandman universe begins with the long-awaited arrival of, D- of one of DC's most iconic characters, John Constantine, a.k.a. Hellblazer. Uh, he's cheated death and damnation more times than he can count, but never this long, long ago in the uh, crucible of a magical war waged across countless futures, Constantine was murdered by an all-powerful adversary, a twisted version of Timothy Hunter, bloated with evil. But over the past year, strange forces have conspired to restart Tim Hunter's tale. And somehow, amid sorcery, insanity, and secret agendas, this older, wiser, and wilier shade of Constantine has been dragged back with it. Unlike young Tim, John remembers every second of his life that went very, very wrong. Now he must ask himself why he, the last person in the world to deserve a second chance, has been given one. Is John Constantine here to put Tim Hunter on the right track and avert a terrible outcome? Or is it because he's the only person in existence with the guts to do what really must be done? After all, he's a nasty piece of work, Chief. Oh no, my my bad. I owe everybody a beer. Uh, but Chief, ask anybody. Uh, this oversized one shot sets the stage and is the perfect jumping on point for a new era of Sandman Universe Tales beginning in November and is the official start of the strangest chapter yet in John Constantine's long life. $4.99, 40 pages coming out on October 30th, one shot. That is is all for DC Comics. With that one right there, you guys, you, you can't miss it. It looks fucking phenomenal. I love John Constantine. You guys will too. Now let's hop on over to Image Comics. Nomen Omen, issue number one of 15. So written by Marco B. Bussi and art by Jopoko, or Jacopo uh, Kamagi, Total Eclipse of the Heart. 
Part one, no matter how fast you run, sooner or later, your pass will catch up with you. Uh, enter Becky Kumar, a geeky 20-year-old from New York City who is about to cross the veil between our reality and a realm of otherworldly truths. From writer and RPG creator uh, Marco B. Ibushi, manga, uh, and it goes into his uh, bona fides, but an artist... Uh, Jopko Kamagi from X-Men Blue, Deadpool the Duck, comes a tale of tales, witchcraft, and secret for mature readers that rewires the rules of urban fantasy. Hashtag wake up October 2nd. So this one is already out. $3.99. And last but not least on our list, uh, old but goody. The Mask. It has not made a good film debut, but as far as comics, fucking gritty. Um, and if you guys don't know, I started with Loki and ended with The Mask because The Mask is a creation in Norse mythology of Loki's, and so it's almost like a son of Loki. But The Mask, I pledge allegiance to The Black, the Mask, issue one, created by Christopher Cantwell and artist uh, Patrick Reynolds. Years ago, a weird mask of unknown origin and limitless power was buried in the uh, cement of an apartment building's basement floor. Edge City and its residents have all but forgotten the mysterious green-faced killer known only as Big Head. But now, decades later, the bizarre Tex Avery-style killings are happening all over again and are on a collision course with the bizarre political campaign where a homicidal maniac wants to make America green again. October 16th, this one comes out 32 pages three dollars and 99 cents so guys again i gave you all these recommendations go and check them out they are coming out if they're not out wait for them if they're out go ahead and get them but let's recap very quickly before we take our first pause for the cause loki issue number four and dr doom issue number one for marvel comics ruby issue number one and the sandman universe presents hellblazer hellblazer issue number one for dc comics then we have Nomen omen issue number one out of 15 for image comics and then bringing it last but not least for dark horse comics we have the mask i pledge allegiance to the black, the mask issue one so make sure to check out these comics as they release and come out in october and with that we're going to take our first pause for the cause and we'll be right back with issue 191 of the elijah bailey show <laughs> Hey, this is your boy Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn On The Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. It's strictly opinion shows as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys. And you can follow us on Twitter at TurnOnThe underscore game. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at TurnOnTheGame, and you can even follow us on Instagram at TurnOnTheGame. Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn On The Game. You can email us at TurnOnTheGame, the number four at gmail.com. Turn on the Game is sponsored by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio. Turn on. Hello and welcome. I'm Adam. And I'm Richard. Ever wish you could make an impact in your community, become a better leader, influence positive change? Then check us out every Tuesday for in-depth interviews into the lives of the leaders and influencers in the great state of Oklahoma, those that are bringing the change and making the impact. We will shine the spotlight on the things that they and their organizations are doing to make the lives of fellow Oklahomans better. Check us out on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes every Tuesday and subscribe, listen, rate, and share. Also, follow us on Facebook at Adam and Rich in the four. And Instagram and Twitter on AR15 in the 405. Take a shot with AR15 in the 405. 
are back. The computer, God, the computer acting a little slow, but we are back, and it's time to go into. Yes, there we go. Time to go into uh, some of the news straight out of comics. We tell you what's going on in the news, latest news for comics, and one thing I have to say. We have had this. We Robert Pattinson is now cast as Batman. It was a back and forth. It was a conflict issue. Now he is playing Batman, and we found out that Jonah Hill is playing a character in Batman. Um, and everybody is trying to see Jonah as someone other than Penguin. They haven't said what character he is, but hopefully he stays away from someone that's a comic, and then something that is body typecast. Make him somebody else. So I don't care who. Make him someone else. We wouldn't expect him, and I'm down for that. But Let's get right into this. Very first thing, we got Star Wars news, dude. We got a lot of news. I call this the battle of the uh, between the old masters and the new because there's been a lot of stuff going on. Now, let me see. We're going to pull up this trailer so you guys can watch. We got the uh, a couple days ago. Actually, I think it was like on the 26th. Uh, we have Star Wars Fallen Order, a Val's Mission trailer. So, or Cal's Mission trailer. So uh, if any of you guys watched uh, Shameless, Season 9 just dropped on Netflix. I watched the whole season. We have Ian Gallagher here, a.k.a. Cal, going through his own story. And it's just showcasing what his mission is and the characters that we will, will meet and kind of like a little bit of structure. If you go back to uh, when we first heard about um, Star Wars Fallen Order at E3, you will see there's been some gameplay that has come out since then, so we got to keep an eye out for that. But the interesting thing is, there's been so much stuff going on that there are so many Star Wars movies to come, and we're not even really like paying attention to it, really. Uh, we know that uh, Ryan Johnson is has a trilogy with Star Wars. We know that Benny Hopp and Weiss, uh, the two that took the lead on Game of Thrones, uh, that signed a contract with Netflix, they're doing a trilogy also with Star Wars. So that's six movies right there. And then we have the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Feige, who is also working and overseeing a Star Wars film. Will that be a trilogy? We don't know, but that's at least seven more films. We know we got Kenobi coming out, which they just showed a trailer for, which I wish I would have put up for you guys. Um, we know we have one, the Mandalorians. We know that we have the rise, the end of the Skywalker, rising of the Skywalker. You have, we have all these different films coming out. And I know there's a Yoda film coming out later on. So we're getting to see a lot of the Star Wars universe. And, and one thing that Buck would say, is this something that we really need? Because there's a lot of continuity out there already or not. And I know people are getting fatigued with Star Wars films. They're not grossing the same amount of money. But we know when George Lucas first started Star Wars, that he had his uh, beginning, middle, and end. He started in the middle. He had beginning films and end films that he wanted. He wanted nine films for Star Wars, and he gave up the rights. And that leads us to our next deal, The Battle. Uh, shade has been thrown. There's been some shit talked uh, from George Lucas to Bob Iger. No, Bob, boy, <laughs> boy, this is crazy. George Lucas fucking shit on The Force Awakens. He said that he didn't like it. it it was basically a shit and bob Iger comes back and claps back on his ass and says honey is just bitter we didn't use any of her ideas um and again we go back and talk about george lucas having this nine film plan where he always had this nine film saga but he figured that bob and his team after purchasing star wars would work with the template that he set, but that's not how it works when people buy your property. They want the property for a specific reason. And it looks like they're headed that way. He doesn't like the force awakens. He doesn't like the shit that's afterward. It's too late. You've already given up the rights to that. So 
all you can do now is just sit and wait while they make the I know they have something that universal I think where you go in and I can't remember there's been so many damn rides there's an Avengers ride come in there's fucking Spider-Man rides there's a Star another Star Wars theme park but this one you go in you cosplay the entire time you're not allowed to go above ground you're staying underground uh, walls and shit are covered looks like outer space and you're just out there enjoying the time in real in a real star wars world so uh, that's what we have that's our star wars news for today just as um our clip ends so make sure november 15 2019 you guys pick up uh, star wars fallen uh, or yeah star wars jedi fallen order i know it's on my list let us hop over to the man uh, that has been talked about, the Spider-Man news. Spider-Man is back in the MCU, uh, and it's, uh, it's so crazy. So what we've heard lately, we heard from Sony that they had no hard feelings. They love working with Kevin Feige. Um they wanted to continue working with them, but what we got from the president of Sony was that Kevin Feige was too hassled to really take place and be a part of spider-man's life and so uh, what i'm showing we'll go through clips from the very first time that spider-man's introduced in civil war then we see him again he's in infinity wars actually i'm just going to play two clips of infinity wars that we or civil wars that we saw then uh we'll go on to the other films but up to date spider-man has been in civil war infinity wars and endgame so three marvel films and has done spider-man homecoming and far from home and is slated for a third one uh we heard the negotiations fell out um but it seems and what this is from comicbook.com this came out september 28th sony executive comments on new spider-man deal with marvel studios so let's go into this uh, on Friday, Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios announced a new Spider-Man deal. The deal will see Spider-Man return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe for at least one more film. Uh, that film will, will open on July 21st, 2021, following up on the events of this year's Spider-Man Far From Home. Robert Lawson, Chief Communications Officer for Sony Pictures Entertainment, shares his thoughts. Uh, we have had a great collaboration over the last four years, and our uh, mutual desire to continue uh, was equal to that of many fans, he said in the statement. We have uh, delegated to be uh, and are delighted to be moving forward together. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige is also happy to have Spider-Man back in the family. I am thrilled that Spidey's journey in the MCU will continue. Uh, and I and all of us at Marvel Studios are very excited that we get to keep working on it. Uh, Spider-Man is a powerful icon and hero whose story crosses all ages and audiences around the globe. He also happens to be the only hero with the superpowers to cross uh, cinematic universes. So as Sony continues to develop their own Spidey-verse, you never know what surprises the future might hold. And that was interesting because what was originally uh, stated was the fact that Spider-Man would not only do a third film, but also would be an MCU film. And this is the weird thing, though, because we've had several films. The Spider-Man 3 from Sony is supposed to be somehow tied over possibly in the Venomverse, but they were going to do... Uh, maybe Craven, and I can't remember the other one. Then they said Spider-Man will cameo in Venom 2 because it will have carnage. But now we're we're getting all this stuff that doesn't make sense. We're getting too many options. Um, 
Let's see. I had some more articles. I want to say Sony Spider-Man producer speaks out on a new Marvel deal. So let's go this because I can't remember exactly what this article is for. But I'm going to go into all the films that we've been promised within the last year from Sony for Spider-Man's development and what we might actually get what was heard last. So we go into the Sony deal real quick. Sony Spider-Man uh, producer speaks out on a new Marvel deal. Says Amy and Pascal, a producer at Sony Pictures and Disney-owned uh, Marvel Studios, jointly made Spider-Man franchise through the, her Pascal Pictures banner. Uh, says she could not be happier. Both companies will collaborate once more on a, on the United uh, Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. The newly uh, uh, the new deal announced Friday ended a, uh, a months-long standoff between both sides that threatened to permanently pull Tom Holland's wall crawler from the shared Marvel Cinematic Universe without resolving the Far From Home's uh, mid-credit shocker. Pascal will again act as a producer alongside Marvel Studios president and uh, franchise architect Kevin Feige for what is currently planned as the third and final solo Spider-Man movie made uh, through the collaborative efforts of uh, Sony and Disney. Uh, this terrific Pascal said in a statement Friday, Peter Parker's story took a dramatic turn in Far From Home, and I could not be happier. We will all be working together uh, as to working together as well as see where his journey goes. Uh, this has been a winning partnership for the studios, the franchise, and the fans, and she's overcome. So, um, as you guys have seen here, this is when Spider-Man first met Falcon and Winter Soldier. The The franchise has been making so much money, millions of dollars. They did not want to split, but now it has come to where it'll be a 50-50 split between Marvel or Disney and Sony for these, these Spider-Man films. But let's go into the films that we've been promised. And there's another surprise from a character that we have not seen yet. So uh, here's the list we were promised. We were promised Black and Silver, so Black Cat and Silver Sable. Which the Silver Sable they did in the Marvel Spider-Man uh, uh, video game was fucking phenomenal. If you keep, keep with that Sable and you do something... If you use that Black Cat and that Silver Sable, it's fucking amazing. It was a great game the way they tied him in. But we know we have a Morbius film coming up with Jared Leto, I do believe. Venom 2, which has been confirmed. Which uh, Woody Harrelson has been confirmed as Carnage, as Casty. And then now we have a tie-in with Spider-Man. Uh, Jackpot was one of them. A Silver Sable and Black Cat standalone film by themselves was also mentioned. The Sinister Six, uh, and then a Silk film. Now, the one that we have been noted as getting is Madam Web. And I'll bring her up while we uh, look at this stuff. So, Madam Web, for you guys that don't know, is Cassandra Webb. She's a telepath, neuromuscular disease, so she sits in the spider chair. If you guys ever watched the Spider-Man cartoon, even if you read in the comics, she has this spider-mobile chair. Um, but she's clairvoyant, intense psychic powers, precognition, and in a storyline, she loses her power. So in the storyline that we've seen, Madam Web always sits in the chair, and she brings together these different versions of Peter Parker, which if this is what's happening, what's happening, I... I love it because really what is being stated is Peter Parker is an entity or there's one soul that's linked across different universes, different uh, infinite universes and they all stem from the same moral soul of Peter Parker. So even though it doesn't look like Peter Parker, they have the same soul and they, they, they're they heroes. That's what Spider-Man is in these versions. So you could have that version just like you did in the cartoon, just like you did in several comics where she calls these Spider-Men together to go ahead and battle this Spider-Verse threat. Or it could be where, um, let's pull her up, Julia Carpenter, a.k.a. Spider-Woman, uh, takes over 
as Madam Webb. And there is a time where Cassandra Webb starts losing her power, so she gives them and passes them on to Julia Carpenter, and she becomes a new Madam Webb, uh, the heir apparent for Madam Webb. So I feel like that's that's a cool story in itself because not only are you getting Madam Webb, but you're getting Spider Woman transitioning into something more than her and having to figure out figure out this power but also tying in peter parker because his moral compass has been tested in the very first parts of us seeing him him fighting against captain america him having to deal with tony stark's death him having to deal with becoming more than a neighborhood friendly spider-man this is another step in his growth and also being ousted by J. Jonah Jameson as Peter Parker, actually ousted by Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio as being Spider-Man and Far From Home. So if you didn't see that, sorry, spoilers, but we have a lot of options to work with here. Um, and this one is also is a good one. Um, uh, Shang-Chi star celebrates Spider-Man deal with uh, pitching a crossover. So if you guys haven't seen Shang-Chi, Chi, the master of Kung Fu, at one point in time was actually drawn in these books as Bruce Lee. Uh, martial arts master, has worked and trained Spider-Man, but says Spider-Man is back at, at Marvel Studios, at least momentarily, and many have expressed their excitement from Tom Holland responding in the most epic way possible to Disney CEO Bob Iger wholeheartedly throwing his support behind the New Deal. It seems like everyone... Uh, wants to voice their support for seeing the Web Slinger stick around. That includes one of the newest uh, additions to the MCU, Shang-Chi star Simu Lee. Uh, the Kim's Convenience uh, alumni, and you can find that on Netflix, uh, took to Twitter to celebrate in the most simple of ways by seemingly suggesting he and Holland Spider-Man crossover. Uh, Lee shared the cover to Marvel's team-up issue number 14, which you guys can see here on the screen, an issue in which the Master of Kung Fu and Spider-Man joined forces to take on the villainous Boomerang. And I think that'd be pretty cool because the times that we do see spider-man with shang chi it's always fun and i'm a martial artist so it's nice to see more realistic type team-ups based on some shit that you do um but the fantasy is still there because spider-man is still one of my favorite characters just mixed with his um spider tingle his peter tingle i think that'd be amazing to actually see him do martial arts i am wouldn't mind if spider-man is the one that has to actually defeat um, I just lost his name. I keep on thinking of Skull Duggery from uh, Ultimate Muscle, but um, Taskmaster using the spider sense and what he's learned from Shang Chi. Shang Chi tries to fight him, but still can't out outwit Taskmaster, even with his abilities of cloning and everything else. But Spider Man with his spider sense gives him just the edge, and you can see that's a down to earth, ground roots type of uh, villain. So. Yeah, Spider-Man, there's a lot of things happening for Spider-Man. Apparently, he's back in the MCU, and apparently, we have we, we could possibly have a Shang-Chi crossover. I would not be opposed to that. Um, what else? Oh, Hulu cancels Ghost Rider show. Um, good and bad. I've been talking to a couple of my friends about this. I feel like the, the shows are getting pulled from Hulu and Netflix, Jessica Jones included, The Punisher, because there's been talk about John Barenthal's The Punisher being in the MCU. And then I feel like canceling this Ghost Rider show because the Robbie Reyes version was doing very well. I feel like they're going to pull Ghost Rider into the MCU to replace some of the characters we don't we no longer have. So that's something uh, to look for. I don't know if I have this trailer. Ah, yes, we do. We have our first looks, and this is going to be like in the middle of the screen. Um, but we have our first trailer of the Batwoman pilot. 
I think this is amazing. I love Batwoman. I love Ruby as as an actress and then just who she is. But coming out as Batman, where she gave a story on uh, Jimmy Fallon, where she basically she almost died pulling something in her neck. So anything that she does, sharp turns, cough, whatever, could paralyze her. But she is all in for this character. The way that she portrays Batman, the way that she portrays Kate, the way that she is out here in the world as the Batwoman is phenomenal. I love it. I love the the fact that the crossover. And then we have this Crisis of Infinite Earths, which is coming. We have multiple Batman. We have Kevin Conroy as Old Man Batman. We might get a Batman Beyond as well if you're going to have him and Ace the Bathound there. You have Ruby as Batwoman. Let's say you have um, uh, Thomas Wayne come in as the Flashpoint Batman because we have Brandon Ruth coming back and reprising his role as Kingdom Come Superman. Uh, we have the Superman now that is in Supergirl and there's there's been bits and pieces of different actors that played the role like um, Smallville uh, Lex is coming back as a version of Barry a version of Wally and then we have uh, what's his name coming back as Superman I think Dean Cain's supposed to be in here as a Superman so anybody that played that role I know Burt Ward's coming Burt Ward is coming back as Robin I wish Adam West was still alive to play Batman and just be with this huge cast if they could get if they could get everybody that's played Batman and Superman throughout the years and Robin that'd be cool because you have George Clooney you have Michael Keaton you have all these major actors on set doing their Batman Christian Bale all for this crisis and then they all go away and we found out the that um uh arrow is going to continue without Stephen amell because at the beginning of this season of this crisis we knew arrow was going to die that was a premonition well now we have two black canaries and i do believe we have a new arrow uh i just heard the news i just i basically heard the news i didn't get to read up on it but i think we have a new one coming but prepare for uh, Batwoman. And the last thing on the list, and I don't think I have a picture of this, but uh, let me see. No, I do not. Assassin's Creed game gets a manga in October, and the artwork on it is beautiful. And the reason we talk about manga, because that is also comics, but Assassin's Creed, whether you love it or hate it, it's continued to move forward. I feel like the continuity that it has should have wrapped up and explained a lot of things so far, because I even quit playing Assassin's Creed, but I will get the new one. Um, for some reason, the article's not pulling up, but they have a new manga coming out, and it looks like this is a, a Chinese or I want to say Japanese, but it really looks like Korean or Chinese assassin that's got a um, a blade on the bottom of her foot that's held on by straps, one on the arm. She got a sword and a whip, almost like a cat woman slash Red Hood slash uh, who's got a cloak? Uh, Shazam type deal uh but again show notes patreon.com forward slash bit of anime or patreon.com forward slash elijah bailey show and you'll get to see the show notes there just click on the link and it'll take you to the article um and we're uh, yeah we're not gonna take a break because all i have is one more thing now since buck is not here i'm not announcing anime of the month but the very last thing that we have today manga of the month is gonna be siren i didn't put a picture up here but this was one of the very first manga that i had to read through shonen jump that's where i subscribed that same day for a year i subscribed for many years um written by 
Toshiaki Awashiro, published by Shonen Jump and published by Viz Media, 16-volume series that ran from December 3rd to 2007 to November 29, 2010, 145 chapters. I read this whole entire thing, sci- sci-fi, just a whole bunch of crazy shit. Um, but uh, let's read the official synopsis. And uh, let's see. Agi Yoshina is a self-confident high school student who <clears throat> helps others for a fee. Uh, so there's the first thing right there. Remember that for a fee on his way back from a job, he finds a strange calling card with the word siren imprinted uh, left behind in a phone booth and decides to keep it unaware of its purposes. The very next day, uh, Agues uh, discovers that his classmate Shaku Shakuraka uh, Mimiya has the exact same calling card in her possession. Uh, when he questions her and he asks her, uh, to save her or when he questions her she asks him to save her signaling the day of trouble has begun from that day on he is confused by the circumstances of his encounter but realizes something is wrong uh, when she goes missing in an attempt to figure out what is happening he decides to call the number provided on the calling card and is asked a series of questions by a mysterious voice with a mysterious voice ending with a final cryptic question would you like to go to siren thus begins the two teenagers participating in a game of life and death within a strange world inhabited by monsters called taboo granted by the ability to use the psychic powers known as psi the duo fight to return to a place they call home Uh, again psychological thriller kids get powers once they cross over into it's almost like ready player one you pick up the phone you answer the question siren is spelled weird with the r turned backwards and you find out why you're battling for your life and what's really going on in these two different worlds so that's your manga of the month other than that guys i don't have anything else for you thank you guys for tuning in for this spot show this is a quick show but this is your comic book we i gave you comic book recommendations and the releases patreon.com forward slash elijah bailey show go check out those comics then we talked about the star wars news spider-man news how do you guys feel about everything that's coming how do you feel about the batwoman have you watched the crossovers have you seen her in action and is tom holland safe are sony and disney finally done we have to wait and see, but I'm very excited for everything that's coming out. I'm Elijah 5000. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll go ahead and give you the info uh, for the bucket. You can find everything about Black and Studios at blackandstudios.com or Black and Studios on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Uh, always, always tune into the Elijah Bailey Show. Everything that you do helps. If you cannot contribute by joining our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. Simply subscribe, rate, and review, and then share the show when it comes out via Patreon or Twitch or whatever you're listening on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbeam. You can find everything and anything you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on The Elijah Bailey Show Facebook page or on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show without the W on the end, just SHO. Send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com or again, simply subscribe, rate, and review Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Stitcher Radio, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. I'm Elijah 5000. Thank you for tuning in to the 191st episode, our comic episode, in October of this year. Next month, an anniversary is coming up for the show, and we are crawling, crawling ever so fast to our 200th episode. Again, I'm Elijah 5000. Thank you guys, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. Thank you.